Hello, welcome to episode 81 of Fang and the Vango with Gangrel. We got Nikki Blackbird over there. We got Raymond sitting back in the corner. Um, oh my goodness, I don't know. What's going on with you today? How are you? Not much. I feel like we're both tired today, huh? I'm super tired, but I'm also bummed because I brought, a, uh, I, brought I wanted to bring a throwback shirt, a pink shirt. You know, it's October, October. Yeah, breast cancer, cancer awareness, breast cancer. And uh, I put it on, and speaking of breast, Raymond said I had breast. Or it was the way the shadow was hitting under it. But I, I didn't figure I didn't want to have an hour of uh, breast content. So um, <laughs> even though it was a shadow, but you were kind and said, "Oh, you're just blending in with the purple." I because that's what genuinely what color, I thought. But, so, uh, yeah, I miss like, these shirts. They were, they were cool upside down, a little pink. Yeah, I do like pink. Yeah, pink's a good color. It's not my color, but it's a good color. But it's my favorite color. It's for I mean, good cause. Is black. it your favorite color? Purple's my favorite color. For the little things, you know. Um, but everything else is black. I always wear black. It's just like black is like good. The fact that I'm wearing color today. I notice you. Uh, are wearing <laughs> a total different look today. I more know. casual today. Yes, I am casual today. <laughs> yeah, getting your car fixed. Yeah, you yeah. know. Somebody just hit your car out of nowhere. Leave a note. Did they leave a note? Of course not. No. <laughs> no, shit, I hit a Porsche. Let's get out of here. I'd probably done the same thing. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. And of course, I go inside and I'm like, oh, you know, someone hit my car. And then there's like camera one, camera two. My car's right in the middle. I'm like, of course. Yeah, you know? awesome. So it's just one of those things. I'm like, whatever. It's like those, all that stuff Raymond's always studied in Mysterious Jailhouse. <laughs> oh, the camera wasn't working here, but this poor bastard got hung mysteriously and he didn't have shoelaces or anything else. Yeah, it's like the one yeah. blind spot. Yeah, the one, one blind, blind spot. <laughs> You think we just? You think we just draw in the park or put ourselves in that blind spot all the time naturally? You think we're aware of that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I think like I have a conspiracy that I know that the people who have access to these cameras and footage and everything purposely put stuff where like you know human beings have a natural way of just doing things. Yeah. They're like, we know they're going to do this, so like let's make sure we do the opposite of what they this need it for. one giant experiment. I say, let's I say, know. if we put this random thing here or there, they're going to park here no matter what. <laughs> it's and like, yeah, so they're going to park here because we have, you know, the 15-minute parking here, but they're going to take more time, so let's, you know what I mean, put the camera away from the long-term <laughs> parking. I don't know. I, I thought about that because I'm like, how is it that all of this was open and the one spot that I was parked in, I don't know. It was just weird. You were drawn to parking. I went down the rabbit hole after But it's that getting one. fixed. <laughs> it is getting, getting fixed, fixed, thankfully. <laughs> so it's on amends. Yeah. Did, did you do anything exciting last weekend? Last weekend? Where was I last weekend? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> You're getting as bad as me. I can't even remember. I how, where was I last weekend? I was in um, Ohio. I was in Ohio. Oh, there was a show, wasn't there? Yeah, it was a signing and a show okay. in Ohio. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Um, Good. I think they did around four thousand people. It was a good show. Wow, and, uh, that's amazing. It was a cool show. Uh, I, for the life of me, I couldn't figure things out. Like so, all day, all day, this promotion. They want me to do a, a signing all day, and then a couple legends, whoever they had booked, older guys, basically told them to f off and wouldn't do the meeting. Uh, the Q and A. There was supposed to be a Q and A. Okay. So, so I signed all day, which you're out mingling with the fans and they pretty much treating you like you're the baby face a good guy hey gang bro what's <laughs> up so all day you sit there with these people yeah. and then they send you out to do a q a um with the people because some other people didn't and they're all happy and, and, and the majority of the questions they asked me they asked me out of the three people and i answered them so there is like baby face baby face and then i get back in the locker room and they go oh you're a heel tonight we, we need you to work uh, heel <laughs> I, I go you spent all day making sure i was a baby face and you sent me out their heels so it was a um, kind of a, a hard thing but i just went out and did an old school old school like memphis type of match or something like that and people were very confused because they, they they cheered me when i came out and i came out in the heel set i came out for when the poor guy came out i was working paul virtual he, he, he used to do a pirate gimmick in wwe R. we took some pirate <laughs> jokes why is the pirate called a pirate i told you this one already didn't i i don't think so because they are <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I the like... pirate say to the girl that he liked Show me your booty. <laughs> like, how is that even like? Why, why couldn't the kid get into the pirate movie? To call? I have no idea why. It's rated R. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, live, I, I live for a good dad joke. That's uh, oh, <laughs> No, I'm not saying like. Started you. with the dad bod, now we got the dad joke. Oh joke, my god, so no. Like, he said it. 
He did. It was just a shadow. I mean, I do have maybe a B cup, maybe a. Oh my god. Maybe whatever. I mean, whatever. But but Raymond was like, oh, you have like boobs, dude. Like you don't want this on here. I'm like boobs. What do you have? Breasts have been a very big topic of conversation this past week. But it was. He started asking everyone in class, "Do you know what bats is?" Oh God. Raymond, do you know what bats are? No, no, bats. What's that fancy word you use? Acronyms? It's an acronym for something. So every letter yeah. stands for a word. Yeah. What? Big ass tits. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there and I'm like, I don't know. And then but, he has this kid. But Rango knew. <laughs> Poor Rango. Rango. Rango's my boy, man. You know, like this old school, there's blue. Blue, you're my boy. Rango is my dude, man. Rango's my dude. Hey, he's a, he's, he's a my dark person. horse. He's yeah. a, uh, <laughs> Kelly's going to start taking him to the gym if he ever shows up at 6 a.m. No. Rango had to look like, I am not getting up at 6 a.m. Because she goes, no, no, I'll, I'll train you. All you no, gotta do is meet me at the gym at six a.m. and Rango went six a.m. Six a.m. I wish I lived closer. She goes, yeah, I am in the morning. He went, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then I asked her, did, did Rango show up? She goes, no. He said he had some stuff to get organized at his house first. <laughs> you know? uh, that means that that's like I'm not coming at six. I wish I lived closer to her. I definitely need a gym buddy. It's yeah. hard to find a, a gym buddy that's like committed because like sometimes you're like telling them show up or when you're at yeah. the gym they just want to like mess but around. You're I, like I'm here to work out. It, I thought it was sweet. She was offering to help old Rango. Yeah, Rango could use the gym. <laughs> Rango could use the gym. I think a lot of people can use the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be a professional wrestler, the first thing they see is how you look. You know, the second thing they look is it, is your social media numbers and and if you, you can get anybody yeah, to invest or engage with you and then <laughs> then they see if you can wrestle you yeah. know and the majority that comes to third all right they look good people are following them let's see if they can wrestle yeah. that, that's third down the line but you need to be able to wrestle to stay there so it's a lot, um, it's a lot to handle yeah i would say that a lot of moving parts but if you want it you gotta you know you why would you bring it? the bats up i'm gonna get in trouble at home now <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> susan's gonna be like why are you no, asking we're about talking bats? about freaking and he was asking the boys obviously i was just like i don't know <laughs> I just find it amazing that nobody knows, but I don't know, maybe I'm the only perverted guy that it's was younger. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> yes, it is. Making, you know, that's what Breast we're doing. Yes, yes. That's how we Talk got on the subject. Being, I believe, yeah, because yeah. I was like, man, yeah. you know. Well, we have some questions for you. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Susan kills both of us. So I don't you still used to do. Remember what you did this weekend? What do you um, what was this weekend? What was this weekend? You never answered. I told you what I did. I told you I went to Ohio. I wrestled. And, oh, there was there was no show this weekend. So nothing. I was I was in Tampa. That's oh, you were yeah, in Tampa. I was so in Tampa, Florida. Grown up work stuff. Grown up work stuff. Grown and I was filming stuff. for my insurance business. Okay, how'd it yeah. go? Good. Good. How's yeah. your insurance business going? It's good. It's good. So you allowed to take the day off? <laughs> you're not really I mean, taking off. Technically off, meetings, but so. yeah. You're just not I'm in still, the office. Yeah, not in the office today. Uh, yeah. Cool. What are you doing this week? Can you go into the bash? What is it? Bash you to brew like thirty five thousand or something? Like what is I don't it? know, but apparently it's a it's a huge one, so a lot of tickets sold. It should apparently be they say that every time. <laughs> if you're in that student group, apparently every time, oh, this is a record number, or close to being the biggest bash, but I don't want to say, it. and then they'll say it was the biggest bash, but then they go back and forth. I, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's busy. It's full. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, it's always um, it's always a good show. I, I don't know if they can really keep track of the numbers because I'm gonna go out and say it. I'm pretty sure somebody's stealing from the gate. And I told Nelly, and he's on top of it. He's trying to work it out. But oh, I'm thinking they're like ah two in for me. You know one for the the company in pocket. Uh-huh. You gotta get that gate under control. I don't know who's running that door, but I'm thinking they're like shysting them for some money and yeah. the merch too. Whoever's selling the merch, they gotta be careful. Uh, that's where they get you. I mean, you know, you allow for some some loss you allow you say okay yeah people gotta you know they feel they don't get paid enough or they're not getting paid what they're contributing so you 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 write that in you write some loss in okay there's some corruption i'll lose 20 bucks 30 bucks but when you start when the numbers don't add up and 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 it's coming in once you start watching your stuff and then your numbers start coming in like 400 and 500 more that's a big difference somebody's really yes. fluffing their pockets yeah that's he won't say it but i said it sorry nelio like somebody's somebody's getting over on you out there. oh god <laughs> somebody's <laughs> getting over on you i don't know who it is i did ticket sales once and oh was it every, you oh no no that was that like you got the PSL? Porsche? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> those big bash numbers you know? <laughs> uh, it was in port st lucie once and actually we had like extra money because like i believe I don't know. I didn't account for like two or three shirts that I sold, and I was like, "He's like, I'm like, oh, whatever." <laughs> uh, get to watch that merch. Yeah, keep track of that. Keep those numbers. No, I ended there. up like, yeah. Then everything was fine, but yeah, I try All to right. be good with numbers. <laughs> Who's coming after you, Dan or Nelio? 
Oh, I, I gave everything to Dan. I'm like, take it, you know. Uh, that way, if the money Dan goes missing. Pays, Dan's not so much on that merch. It doesn't pay. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy operation <laughs> there. But they make it work somehow, and it, it, it all yeah. goes good. But so, Bash of the Brew, and um, this weekend at uh, Unbranded. Unbranded, um, unbranded. Yeah. All right, brewery, so it should be exciting. They said the, the sales are looking good. Like they said, close to the same. I mean, it can only fit so many people in there. But, yeah, um, but, it, gets, uh, it gets hot. The good thing is if you're <laughs> going to come out, it, it is starting to cool off, so it'll be yeah. a little bit cooler than it is. But it never slows anybody down. They came right through all the summer heat for yeah. it, and they dragged their faces off and yelled at people wrestling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever fans do there. And uh, it seems like a good time, but... Um, yeah. I'm off to uh, Indianapolis this weekend. I got I, I got a signing, and then I have a show, and then I then I have a show on Memphis on on Sunday. So I'll get back home late uh, late Sunday night in in a perfect world if I make my connections. I'll I'll be back home and <laughs> fang and a bang and Monday back at the school. And I think we're gonna do a little uh, more waltzing. I think. Yes, so, I'll be there. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like even thinking about doing some kind of hybrid with the type of work that I'm doing because I do have a remote team and then I have, you know, obviously the people in the office and I'm like, maybe Monday through Wednesday I can work from home. <laughs> that way I can make it to practice. And then, I don't know, I definitely miss going Wednesday. So I feel like it's always a smaller class. We get more practice mm. and more reps in. Speaking of that, let me let me ask you this. Like, this is for me, and I, I don't know. People don't probably want to hear this at home. What they even probably don't even care. But training wise, let me. Do you feel a lot like of people care, especially you, those when I get into it? All right. So a Monday, for example, right? <laughs> so you show up. Say you show up at four thirty on a Monday, right? Yeah. So four forty-five to five forty-five, you get in the ring early, right? You get in the ring early. A few other people, maybe to Kelly or. or a Noah or whoever's there, right? Yeah. You get in early. Do you feel like you learn more in the off hours between 4.45 and 5.45 than you do in the main class between 6 and 10 or Absolutely. 6 and 8? Absolutely, 100%. Like yeah. yeah. I feel like that's where I'm going wrong. I think, I think uh, I'm struggling, me as a coach or a trainer or a teacher, or however you want to look at it, uh, mentor, whatever, uh, with the bigger classes of people getting overlooked. I feel like... Every time, like you mentioned, Wednesday's a smaller class. When it's, it seems like things are more productive and more successful when it's less people, you know. And and um, and I don't want to single people out and say, "Hey, don't be here. You don't need to be here." But I really feel like I have to uh, create new hours for people. I might have to say, "All right, beginners, you can only, I can only have you in here." five to seven or something or five five to six thirty and then intermediate is here and then the, then the advanced but but the advanced are showing up within the beginners class and they'll do that stuff but then they leave then the events class kind of trickles off except for very few but then but the begin it, it it overflows the uh, uh overflows the, be the beginners class right mm -hmm. and it feels like it's chaos or people are getting overwhelmed and then i do have a select few of five or four students that I think shouldn't be in the class at all. Um, they should be in their own class, and then when they get a grasp on things, they can move up into the back into the others. But it's a really tough, tough uh, thing to figure out and balance out without uh, breaking people's confidence. You know, taking yeah. them, you know, destroying, breaking their confidence down, and, and feeling like, why am I going to this class, or why are you going here? Because it's all in play now. But in the, in the future, now I understand why a lot of training facilities will do camps they go okay yeah your class starts october 6th through here the, like a boot camp type of class and they all are in that and they're in there by themselves and you weed through things and then then you advance them so on throughout but you start them in a group it's really hard when you get the uh that kid dan or whatever that spongebob squarehead you know what i'm talking about train trains for ricky um i'm sorry so he comes in straggles in new by himself Meanwhile, everybody else has moved forward towards their own, like, front face lock takeovers and double wrist lock takeovers or, you know, getting towards hip tosses and, you know, something. They're, they're moved there, and then you're back here, and then now you're dragging these people back, which it's always good to go over that stuff at the beginning because, like, if you're Kelly, she, she struggled with the, the takeovers the other, uh, yesterday when we went back. So you constantly, because you got to do things thousands and thousands of times yeah, to, a lot of repetition. to be in the ballpark, repetition. But you come back, and then... But you make a progress here, but then you go back there, you got big name. But then you have other people, and I'm not going to name them, that are hurting people, that just just mentally aren't shouldn't be in the class. And I was talking to Nelio, and he's like, yeah, well, let's single them out. But my heart 
I can't do that. At the same time, yeah. I get on them and I speak truthfully to them all. But at the same time, I think I can't do that to somebody. I can't. No, absolutely. I, I, I get that. I mean, I think like a good, because just thinking of when I played volleyball, right? Like we had all the same ages, but then they would divide us into different groups. So it would be like a, you know, beginners, intermediate, mm. advanced. And then what they would do is like, obviously we would have tryouts for the season, but every so often they would like, you know, have a list of things. Okay. Like for example, in, in wrestling, it's like, you know, you would you, you would do um, a certain amount of like, I don't know, like you would check in every so often, like let's say every quarter, and then you would see where everyone's at. And it's like, if you still don't have these moves down, like you can't move on to the next class. If you still don't have those moves down, you can't be in advanced class, you know, and, and do like periodical check-ins and, and kind of like prevent people from either going too fast or going too slow. I think that that would be... Uh, I believe I was when I when it was my 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 school like I'm running the the school for CCW the training facility nothing to do with the shows or anything but the school itself the training facility uh, in the class articulum you know the structure of everything uh, but uh, when 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 I had GWA uh, Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum uh, I I didn't move you forward you you were stuck in this spot. You had you had to get it down. I, I wouldn't say you had to leave the school, but you had to. This was your class. This is where you sat until yeah. you were physical or, or capable to do that or understand the difference of why you can and can't do that. And but you were safe. You were safe, and you wouldn't hurt somebody if they did the move to you. But but if you couldn't figure it out, we, I, I get that. You can learn. You can learn. Uh, I'm gonna teach you 200 moves, just for example. 200. I'll show you yeah. 200 movements or 100 movements. You may only use three in your match, you know, out of those. Yeah. And then there's going to be other things you add on and the other stuff that you learn and the flips and the flops and all the flash. But your foundation, your footwork is going to be on point. You're going to build a foundation that can support whatever roof you want to put on your house. So, like, you build this, build your great foundation. If you want to be, uh, you want to have this really heavy tile roof, you can have a heavy tile roof. If you want to have yeah. a bamboo roof, you have a bamboo roof. So it's a lot like wrestling. Give you a foundation if you want to be a high flyer and that's your style. Then you can high fly, but you'll understand it. You have a foundation. You can actually wrestle. You understand wrestling. You know where to be and when to be and why to do it. So it's going to make a whole lot more sense whatever style you take on. Maybe you're going to end up being a, a, a hardcore guy or you're going to be just a purist wrestler, you know, uh, more of a um, Gable or a, uh, or Kurt Angle type, you know, mm -hmm. following out of those backgrounds. And that's what you've done and that's where you transitioned from and, or that's just the route you want to go. But you'll understand it with that foundation. You can put anything there you want, and you'll know why, when, and what to do. Teaching us how to work a whole match without ever touching the ropes. Yeah, well, <laughs> back to that. That's that. Well, you in GWA, you we had. Uh, to get to the ropes. Yeah, we had three rings. We had three rings, two sixteens and an eighteen. But we, before that, it was a sixteen footer, and we had a sixteen by sixteen rolling area outside, and then the eighteen. They so you would stay yeah. in the the pads for two to three months if you couldn't get it. You sat down and learned all your rolls and all that stuff outside the ring and tying up and squats and warmups. Then you moved to the sixteen foot ring inside. Then you would learn more of the headlocks, the wing locks, the top wrist lock, the uh, double leg, single leg, Mexican arm drags, regular arm drags with bridges, hand and knee, and wing lock, you know, uh, mm. uh, so on, front face lock takeover, double wrist lock takeover, moving to a hip toss and a Cornish hype and reversals and all that in the ring. And then put you put all these together, I can go on and on about what you're learning <laughs> at 16 foot. But you do all that. Yeah. Then what Rain was saying, you'd wrestle in there without breaking a hole to tell a story. I clearly understand the story you're telling me, uh, if you're a good guy or a bad guy or what's going on. You're clearly gonna be able to tell me a story for 20 minutes in that center of that ring without touching the ropes. And when you were able to do that, then I'd go, there you go. Then we'd move up to the 18 footer and then we'd add in the ropes and the yeah. tackles and stuff. So <laughs> it was a lot slower process though, but I would tell people, you give me six extra months, I'll save you six years and just trust the, trust the process you know <laughs> like yeah. just trust trust that but they get it and they understood it you know the wills and the ruthies they all understand that because they went through that so i i can see the frustrating frustration in them when they look at the guys and nothing against sir johnny where he goes from here all of a sudden but he shows up on a thursday when i'm on the road or other things and then they throw him in a match then he's totally clueless uh in a match, and that's why I'm losing my mind because I'm more mad at myself that he slid through the cracks. Adrian, 80, Domino, slid through the cracks. 
because they were hungry or they showed up, they had gear, they were at a show, they got put on a show. They sit through the cracks. They don't understand anything. They don't understand the foundation. They, they, they think they do. They think because they have a headlock takeover, a wing lock, a top wrist lock, a Mexican hand, a knee, a, a devil. Because they could do these, they have these moves, they think they understand it, but they don't. They're, they're clearly, yeah, they have they have the tools to start building a foundation, but they don't have their foundation. It's going to it's gonna collapse, you know? It's like, like, like literally putting your career on a sinkhole. <laughs> you know, it's not a good foundation. It's, it's going to swallow it up into the earth if they don't figure it out. And then, and that, like I said, I see the Ruthies and the Wills, and they, they're always looking at me out the corner of their eyes. And even Matoti, Metal, because he, he had to play, he got put through at Metal. I tried to kick Metal out of there. I, I honestly wasn't sure if it was for him, and I look at him, though. He's, like, excelling. He's blooming. He's constantly getting better every, every day, and he's, he's figured out the body that you got to have a body to get their attention. And now he's going to work on his social media, but his wrestling's definitely blooming and he's coming into his own. And uh, so it's, uh, they're looking and they're like, coach, what the hell are you doing? And really like, how are you letting this happen? Judy, she's always twitching. So I don't know if she's twitching at me <laughs> looking or just twitching at me in frustration or twitching at me in anger or, or what? Cause she's like, <laughs> not really like, uh, like Judy easy easy oh, quit God. giving me the evil eye take that bad eye put a patch on it look at me with your good eye you know cause you got that one eye to roll yeah. and uh cause she's like cause they went through a system that worked and but it's, it's time consuming so here, they're just throwing random students in and, and they're signing up. Or there's people that show up. Like, oh, I train here. I go, I've been here for two years. I don't know who the hell you are. How do you train here? Well, I joined back in such and such day and I paid. I go, well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, like, you better go in that office or have somebody call me because I don't know you. You know, yeah, you definitely don't right. train here. You, you <laughs> might be able to train here if, if you go in there and somebody else comes out of that office and brings it to me. But don't, you're not just going to walk up here and say, I train here. You know, me small weirdos just roll in like I don't know if they're just like serial killers off the street oh my God, they don't look like athletes they come in they look like they just fucking took a hit off a bong <laughs> and uh got done they just finished their two tour, two month tour of duty video game call like oh two months of it oh I fucking, you know I'm gonna go wrestle now like, they got <laughs> lost for like or two years or whatever and they just show up and their hygiene is unbelievably bad oh, like, and, like don't get me started and it, like yeah again too I used to sli- I used to sit there and give lectures on hygiene did I not line you up and put your fingers out I wanted to see your fingernails I would go sniff your armpits if you stunk you get the fuck out of here just go home yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and here they just roll up. You're like, what is wrong with you? Oh, you know, my knee pads or my life or my cat sprayed my stuff. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> you know, but but it's not my school. I run the thing, but if I run all their people, <laughs> they won't have any money to pay the, the rent, <laughs> you know? So, uh, and that was my biggest problem with the guy that was in business with me. It was like, Hey, we gotta be able to pay the rent. I go, yeah, but I just I can't I can't contaminate the wrestling business if they don't respect what's going on if they don't understand yeah. this. I don't want them here because they're gonna slow everybody down that does understand or is investing in herself and their time. And I'm not saying you don't have to have money. You have to just be clean and come in here with an open mind to learn and not have the boo boo faces and the attitudes yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I don't even know how we got on that, but it, I, always because I started, did you learn more in the, that short yeah. bit of time yeah. when there's actually less interaction, really? But it's just more, uh, it's easier to get in their hands on, put you in a place, explain to you why, you, you know, like hopefully you understood when it came in and, and we the, the, when you were angling for position, looking and, and trying to the yeah. heel, is trying to bait. The baby face in the corner, several, trying to back you in the corner, lure you in the corner, lure in the corner, you don't fall for it. Eventually, boom, you get in there, you run a little bit of a sequence, you know, whether it's a tackle drop down, a hip toss, arm drag, whatever it is, the bomb, 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 heel, you have him in the move, he backs you back in the corner, the referee comes underneath the break, the heel takes the, uh, uh, you spin the heel in the corner, actually, he's in there, the referee comes under the break, the heel, Takes a shot over the referee. The referee doesn't see it because he was just breaking <laughs> it up. Boom. And now you're in danger. You're in trouble. The heel continues on to put some heat on you. Gets the beat on. But all that beginning trying to bait you into a corner, bait you in the corner, all that stuff, you got they don't understand. All that moment led up. All that stuff in the beginning yeah. was for that one moment for him to take the cheap shot in the corner or just back in the corner over the ref and, and get a leverage on you. That, that whole moment built to that. that, that, that there is no... 
that that's like you're putting A, B, C, and D in there to get to whatever comes next in the alphabet. What comes next? E. Uh, <laughs> e and F because I sit F in the window, so I get it. A, B, C, D, E, F. Right, that's the only reason I know that much of the alphabet. Uh, and I was giving my grandson a hard time when he was struggling with the alphabet and singing elemental P, but I sing it oh, too. Oh, gosh. I think you talked about that in class one time. You're like, no, what's the alphabet? Right, because half our class couldn't say the alphabet, but I was singing it. Elemental P, like elemental P, L-M-N-O-P. But, yeah, so you go from here to here, but they don't understand this and that's all part of that foundation clean bombs landing your bombs but what knowing and knowing when why and what why you're doing this why you're building this you and i'm not against the the flashy flying moves and all that i, I mean all i did that i did leg lariats i did stuff off the top rope you go back you can find all my old stuff and i did that stuff and i did it without rhyme reason or purpose and I had old timers or men of experience going, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> you don't really need to do that. Or you don't need to do that much of that. So I'm, so anything I'm handing back down is things I learned through the 36 years of working in Calgary, all Japan, Puerto Rico, Memphis, IWA, 18 tours I think I've done in J- Japan companies and, and around the world, Africa, Malaysia, Singapore, <laughs> you know, yeah. all over. I, I worked full time and these are things I, and I worked with the older guys, not younger guys. So uh, these are all things I learned and I just try to pass on, but I get super, super frustrated. That's why I was asking, <laughs> did you learn more in that like 45 minutes of that hour than you can? Because I'm getting really, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. I'm to the point where I want to stop training. No. I am. I am, not. too, because I'm reaching a frustrating moment where I, I don't know how many times, how many times, tell me, how many times have you seen me end up sitting in the ring in a corner buckle during the class, and I just put my head down and my hands are in my, well, my hands are here. If anybody knows me, which I don't even know if Susan's figured this out. <laughs> if my hands are here and I'm just sitting here like this, like, I'm done. I, I am, like, trying to stop myself from walking out on life and everything else i'm not gonna hurt myself but i'm just oh my god i'm ready no i'm not saying but i'm ready to pick bags up and vomitals i'm I'm done i mean i'm just to a point that like what am i doing here i am failing 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 i am not helping anybody well if it makes you feel better (laughs) i'll give you some perspective from me and other people that because obviously people talk so we all love you we're very appreciative of you obviously there's those people that they're just there because they don't have anything else to do really <laughs> and they just show up because they want to show up but there's a lot of us that like are very very grateful for you we we look at you and all every time you do a move we're all there like did you see that you know <laughs> like there's a lot of us that do that and and trust me if, if it's if you're trying to find a reason to stay it's just that select few that were there but like. uh, that the reason i do pick my hands <laughs> my head up out of my hands and then i i soldier on and i go and i sit there at night i i lay down I come home, Susan's already sleeping. I'll watch a little bit of Raw if it's a Monday. Uh, maybe catch the end of NXT if it's a Tuesday. Because it's just on, like USA. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. she's watching uh, SVUs. It's always on USA. So <laughs> it coincides with the wrestling as I roll in at night. And uh, But I lay down and and, and uh, I just can't. Sometimes I can't let it go. I go, oh, I just, it just didn't connect here. And then, and then there is use and the... the Actually, Raymond, you wouldn't believe it. The girls of the and the guys can't they, they don't watch this podcast, so I don't give a shit, but I'll tell them in their face anyways. <laughs> the girls are excelling out excelling. They're they're putting the work in better than the guys. If Tatiana would show up as much as you and Kelly, the three of you would be like the three amigas who just um, lost <laughs> me house, like moving on, like um because they put it in there and, and you talk to the other guys in the class and they, they you're looking at him and you go, Is is he drooling? And I'm talking to him like yeah coach do you understand what i'm saying yes no yes no yes no yes are you are you comprehending what i'm saying no at least noah says no noah's learning but he'll say yes coach yes coach but then i go do you really understand what i'm really saying he goes no sir johnny's got to where he goes no i don't get and i need you to tell me honestly then i'll go all right so i lay there at night going man am i failing i i but then i go uh they're I, I find excitement and, and it's, it's thrilling. Like I'm an energy vampire to train people that are like, like when uh, Paige Van Zandt came through, another girl. Uh, Valerie, uh, Lola Weiss, when she was in there, another girl. I, and, it, and it's not that I'm a perv or anything like that. It's starting to sound like that, but they're, they're, they're winning. They're, they're learning and they're, they're 
pushing forward. They're 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 in the W column every day. They make it a W, not an L. A W. Even if it, it, it feels like an L, they turned it into a W by the end of the day because they understood where, where it went. The F or the fail, and it turned it into a winning situation. I learned. Yeah. You learn from it. You're winning. And you move forward. And it, it has been the Lola Vice. Uh, another girl, I can't even remember her name. She came with Lola Vice, but she was in NXT. I went there uh, January is when I did the um, guest coaching. She was there. She was, oh, thank you for helping me so much. I'm like, oh, you're here too? Like, boom, boom. Like, girls, two girls. Then Paige Van Zandt, whatever, uh, <laughs> does a pay-per-view and just disappears. But when she was there, she was winning. Another girl, you, Kelly. Tatiana, girls, 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 what the hell is going on? Like, like, I think we understand that we have a little bit of a disadvantage, so we want to work let's, harder. Let's go back know? to GWA. <laughs> Will, Damian Fenrir, winning, right? He's just a stud, right? Whatever. Got his mental issues, his own personal demons, but he's a stud. But then we got a run of girls. Ruthie J, the, the Colombian twins. Nicole and Tiffany, win, win, win. Anna, win. The girls are just like, and we got to throw Judy in there. Even though she was born with the L, she turned into a W somehow. <laughs> she's twitching and we bitching, but Judy. she's getting it done, you know. That's that's Mama Juju. Yeah, know? she runs shit. She's a she's yeah, a, a leader. Uh, like, but I had to yell at her because she was interrupting my class. She comes in, and says <laughs> she comes in and goes, Coach, don't get mad. I go, I'm already mad when you say don't get mad. Don't even start with don't get mad. What, Judy? Well, we got to do the guardrails. I said, well, do them on Thursday. No, because there's no business class and nobody will come. I go, well, you should have did them on Monday when we had 30 morons in here. Half of them are drooling on themselves, and they would have been glad to move a guardrail than to do cardio drills oh, or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I said, never put off, Judy. Like, I had to fuss at her. I said, never put off. If you knew you had to do these guardrails, do it on Monday when there's a full class. Don't put it off to Thursday in the last minute. Just go get it done and get it out of the way while you have a mask. Monday and Tuesday, you're jammed in here. There's plenty of hands that, that don't see. You wait till Wednesday and Thursday when it's the same people and it's the same people doing it all the time. Is that really fair to them? Mm -hmm. We need to grab these Monday, Tuesday people that have figured it out. They're like, hey, I'm not showing up on a Wednesday or Thursday. They're always breaking down and moving something. Like They figured it out. <laughs> Can't be mad at them. They're not, yeah. they're not stupid. They've... They figured the system out. I'm not going to come those days. like you know. But the ones that do come on Wednesday, sometimes it, 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 if I'm able to get in there, it, it, it is a better class, you know, and, and I feel like I can teach more. Yesterday, I was very happy with the Wednesday class. Um, That's good. Tonight, I, I should surprise show up because I don't make it on Thursdays a lot. And when I show up on Thursdays, what do I see? Everybody that they use on shows these uh, these bullseye guys. I, I don't know how... Two wrestlers could, could, could get worse as they, they move on through their career. They, they decline. They got, it's just people that don't want to train. They don't want to be corrected. They don't want to uh, put the work in or, or kind of slide in there on a Thursday hoping I'm not. But if I po I've done it. I've done this. I've come on Thursdays. I've posted them there. And these people don't come. Oh, and then I don't post that I'm going to be there on a Thursday. And then I just sit there to see who shows up. And they show up. It is so obvious. It, it's ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Xander props. He's coming in and putting the work in. Old cable guy. Okay, yeah. You know Xander, the cable guy? Well, I... Go I, T. He was yeah, there. Yeah, he yeah. comes on Tuesday, Wednesday. But yeah. Xander, you know, I, I sent him a message. I'm yeah, like, I do a lot of people. Loose. I say, hey, man, I'm proud, proud of you. Putting your... Because he came in and he was really lost. And it was overwhelming. He, he didn't know my system of training and he was trained somewhere else and maybe not trained the best way or, or maybe it was who knows i don't know everybody's training is different uh but he was overwhelmed but 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 and then he had some health problems but then he took the time off and he came back and, he, and he's making progress he's getting it he didn't give up on it he didn't yeah. say oh the hell with this this isn't how i did it he, he's i'm gonna figure it out and, and he's coming on and you know once he gets a little bit of gym awareness which i think he's going i just I get it. It's hard when you work 40, 50 hours a week. Then you come to training on top of that. And I'm like, ah, and then we do certain drills because the only hard. reason I do these <laughs> drills is because you don't go to the gym. You need to go to the gym on your own. I don't want to run uh, drills. Some drills I do because it is necessary to have a little bit of stamina, like the drop down over the drop down, drop down, touch the rope, drop Another, down, drop down, yeah, something like that. Or when I put people down and I have you run to get your legs up, those are for safety. And you know, and all the roles are for safety. I don't, I don't like it. It, it helps like, a ton because it, it gives you like, you know, that muscle memory of like, I always have to turn do. this way. You it know? does. Like you like, get used to like. And I saw right it in way. play with Tatiana, right? Yeah. 
who was it, Sir Johnny or somebody went and did something moronically wrong. And she knew where And she to, just went and did what yeah. she was trained to do out of instinct, and yeah. she was fine. No, that and then helps. that's it what does. those are yeah. for, all the corduroys that you're programming your brain, the water, the things move. I don't ever question go. anything. I just do it. I yeah. mean, I, well, while doing it, I'm like... Well, there's a reason. It's not to be mean. <laughs> like out of breath. I don't do it to be mean or do this. Sometimes, in the beginning, I'll do stuff to weed people out. I, I truly will. Like I see people that have like a lack of total respect or... They roll in there at like six oh five when you know that like that class is starting oh, at ten to six. And, you know you need to be there at five thirty the latest five forty five if life's stressing you. <laughs> but but yeah. but at six six no matter what you should be ready to go. You know because we're in the ring we're going at six we're not starting the stretch at six. No, we're kicking ass at six and yeah. you only got six to ten and then you got six to eight with the beginners and then eight to ten with the advanced. It's, you got to move. You got to rock and roll. So if you you don't have you know, they'll, they'll come in, all oh, traffic is heavy. I go, that's not my problem. Oh, coach, I couldn't find a babysitter. I go, that's not my problem. <laughs> why, why is that my problem? You're wanting to be a professional wrestler. I, I'm here to train people to be professional wrestlers. Your home life's not my problem. You're going to go to a job interview and they go, how are you doing today? Ah, oh, you know, my wife is sleeping with the mailman. I don't know. Or maybe it's the guy at the gym and... Ah, my, I need an alternator on my car. I broke down on the side of the road. If I'm a person looking to hire you, I'd be like, this guy's a train wreck. I'm not going to hire you. I'm not going to hire you. Yeah. When you go to train and wrestling school, it's the same thing. Yeah. If you want to pull me aside and talk to me about, like, hey, I'm having, you know, conflicting schedules and this and this and that, you tell me I can only make it at this time because I don't get off work till 6 o'clock, right? I don't get off to 5.35 and I leave my I'll do that. I will. I, and I'll tell you this, too. This is what I'll say to you. I'll say, hey, I get it. When you roll in here, if I yell at you, it's only so it doesn't look like I'm being favoritism. I understand yeah. you got a schedule. So if you come in here and you catch it from me, know that you told me and I know and if, if you feel like that you don't feel like I knew when I was getting out of come to me and remind me again because maybe I was getting out of because maybe I did forget that you told me that you you got to come from work at a certain yeah. time. So because I get life, but come tell me. Come tell me privately. Don't just come in here and start making excuses. Oh, you know, because we all got a life. We all got yeah. I, I grizzled hip, knees. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. There's days I feel great. There's days I feel like El Duce, I got hit by a train, you know, because I was going <laughs> to tell everybody who killed Kurt Cobain. I don't oh know, you know. <laughs> the government's after me. You know, <laughs> you know and there's, there's days I'm walking on sunshine, like a train in the way. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> it's a good song. It oh. is. It, there you go. See? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I still feel a little weird. I saw Wham and them in concert, and I'm like, but, but Wham kicked ass. I don't care what anybody says. I, I was just thrown off by those short shorts they wore, those dolphin shorts. And, uh, yeah, I was it's like, like a thing now. I've seen a lot of, like, I was thinking, I don't know if this, this, I said, there's a lot of girls at this concert. And I'm not sure these guys like girls. Like, <laughs> but it turns out one did. He married somebody from the Bengals. Bengals, right? And, you know, um, but, uh, but George Michaels did. But I still love George Michaels. I listen to him almost, almost as much as I listen to Bob Marley and Prince. Almost every day a George Michael song will be on my Spotify or, or in my nice. speakers, whether it's my vehicle or in my ears, but whatever. But uh, <laughs> wow, so uh, wow, I went off on a rant. I'm sorry, and I know we, I know you got places to be and phones and meet people to be, and I know Raymond has an agenda. Um, yeah, we'll he's just much like that black questions. op government with uh, <laughs> and that's big enough there. We got Edge, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. Adam Cole that's the other guy. Copeland. Hey, Copeland and <laughs> AEW debut. So, uh, I know we, we covered, um, you know, we I think it was like, we like covered three boobs, episodes shadows, ago. Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month. I, how yeah. angry and frustrated I am. I feel like I'm failing as a trainer. You are no, But what else are we covering? I'm sorry I cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I was saying like, you know, it was like three episodes ago or so. That's when, you know, people were speculating he was going to join AEW. But finally, he did make his debut. Huh? You see my new shoes. I'm sorry. I like the. Blue Not that my shoes are more important than, than Edge's <laughs> debut in AEW, but do you feel they look weird? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna wear them on the road. I got them for winter good. because they go a little higher. They're, they're like little, my other ones. They're press cool. those. The high Nike tops. With the, uh, look at Coach with some high tops. Uh, I don't know. Going back Susan to likes them, so I right, do that's like cool. Them. That's half the battle. Huh? I like the blue. Like the oh, little yeah, you blue. Saw blue. Oh. All right, back to AJ. They go, what a dick. This guy didn't want to talk about it. I do, though, but it's no, cool. I don't, I don't care if I do or don't. I mean, I'm happy for him, but let's go. Go ahead. This is literally like ADD. Like, <laughs> that's exactly well, October what is that uh, ADHD Awareness Month, too. Oh, is it? I think so. Or is it a week like in that month? Is it a week in that month or a week? Yeah, I think. Yeah. There's a lot going on in October, I guess. Wow. But did you know this year, October has a Friday 13th? 
Let me tell you about this. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Not right. taking it. All right. So my sister, my so my sister, my sister, my sister's birthday is October thirteenth, oh which falls on Friday the thirteenth. Oh god. Right. So I was talking to my sister last night on the way home from class, and I go, "Oh, hey." And I didn't put two and two together. It was my sister's birthday, which goes, "Oh, you know, they they believe in clairvoyance and psychics okay. and, and stuff." Because my mom, my mom was bigger than that, and um, and yeah. uh, they're like, "Oh, we're going." Uh, on October 13th, but you're probably wrestling, you know, so you can't go. They're going to that town, uh, Casadega, whatever it is in Florida. It's the capital of of, of uh, clairvoyance yeah. of the world. It's the medium capital, capital here, like whatever. It's the the, the main place. Right? That's crazy. So they have all these psyches. <laughs> some that do spirits, some that read tarot cards, some that do whatever. Probably read bones. I don't know. They get all this stuff, right? And she goes, you. Uh, I go. She goes, do you want to? Uh, you probably work where you'd want to go. And I'm like really and she goes oh yeah she she thought back to why i wouldn't go right so you tell me how you would feel raymond and you nicole tell me how you'd feel young kid right so your mom goes she mom goes in first i will go second and my sister cameron and jewel whatever order right they would go right and then yeah. so it was a half hour or whatever it is each person so you'd wait in the car right so mom my mom goes yeah. i go in there and the lady looks and she goes looks at me Holds her arm, like, little old lady, looks in, she goes, you gotta go. I go, what? She goes, you're done. Here's your money, don't want your money. Uh, turn that recorder off, and uh, you, they let you record it. And I say, she goes, you gotta go. I go, why, why? She goes, you gotta go, please leave. And I go out there, my mom goes, well, you, you know, I go, she wouldn't do it. <laughs> I go, I don't know, she kicked me out. She said she couldn't read, wasn't reading me. And then my sisters, they all win, they all got read and everything, and come back. So, I, I, how does that leave you to feel? What do you think? Like, did she see something so horrible if she was legit that, that she wasn't going to read you? Like, what? what or maybe the opposite. Maybe yeah. it's divine and maybe she's threatened by that presence. Threatened, like, hey. Because this know. is so against, you know, anything yeah. regarding, like, religion or anything. Yeah. Well, I don't like, know. Like, you went in like this. <laughs> but it, it left me, uh, left, it left the complex with me. Left me, left me wondering for years. It still, still sits with me, like. Because I still haven't gone. I'm not gone back to the I'm not going back. <laughs> like, what do they see? Like, yeah. what are you doing? You know? Like, no, I mean, I've had that people come up and say they got to hug me. The energy. I've had people come to me and say, God has spoke to them. I've told stories about when I've had a gun in my mouth and that person that asked for my phone number rings out of nowhere going, this is when I'm supposed to use that phone number. There, there's been a lot of times all the way back to when I was a kid and I was cussing God in my room. The room burned down. The whole house burned. Half, 76% house. Burnt everything but my Bible in the room and stuff like that and the firemen. These are all stories. I don't know if I've told you this. I things. was just telling someone this morning that you have magical powers, literally, because yesterday, out of the blue, like, I was, like, stressing about something, I don't know, and then you text me out of, out of the blue and you were like, hey, what's going on? All good, Mija? And I was like... I think you were heavy on my mind for some reason. Yeah, you, you told me that heavy. and I was like... I used to know with Anna, <laughs> I feel like things. I was, I was like, what? Germany last week and he mentions it randomly. <laughs> no, it was, it was like so like the time that I was like, what the heck? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe it was good things. You may, nobody said, hey, maybe it was a good thing to say. Yeah, maybe they, they, they saw some Maybe they see that evil energy. that's following you. Because like, like the Native Americans, I told you, they, they would always say there was something dark trying to attach to me something dark. Like there's a battle. And there's a battle and it's trying. There's something always lurking like trying to attach to me. So I don't know. It's kind of creepy. But the lady freaked me out. She goes, you got to go. Uh, just turn that off and leave, please. Like, I was just a kid. I'm like, I'm like, I don't That's know. a good thing. I don't know. We'll see. I'll look at it like that. Maybe you've changed my perspective on it a little bit. Well, think about it. I mean, like, what's the first thing that, I mean, not that I'm, like, super religious or, like, biblical, but the Bible says no psychics, no tarot reading, right? Like, that's, like, a bad thing. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, maybe it's that's, like, like the complete say, opposite of what they're trying to do. I got a direct do. channel with the big man up there, yeah, the, the what big, big being. That's what I'm saying. And, um, they're you like, know? oh, no, they're going to see. He's like, wow, they're like, look at him. They probably said know. to him, hey, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you. Maybe yeah, it's I don't something know. I'll look at it like that. <laughs> Could be why I'm still alive and all my friends are gone, passed away and everything. So. Got some other journey I got to complete at some point. What scares me is if I complete it and I figure it out, will I be gone? But kind of kind of like it here. But then Raymond tried to tell me, and I'm not going to tell you that, what, what brought this conversation because it'll freak you out. But Raymond <laughs> tries to say, when you dream... It's really the real world. This is just a reflection of that. So, like, and, yeah. and my dreams are horrifying. My yeah. dreams have murder, death, kill, and crazy stuff. And then it has some really cool mm. stuff in it too. Like, really, like, cool, cool, like, kind of magic. I like, I, I sometimes I see things that like, uh, 
that are gonna that happen later in dreams but not the murder death kill that that, that worries me because there's a lot of like really weird shit in my dreams but i mean i i, I believe in on energy and, and symbolism sauce. and like i believe in a, in a lot of stuff like that and yeah they are a product of your subconscious mind so things that you put off every single day on a daily basis they come up whenever you don't have control over your thoughts that's a thing it's good that they, they stay there right <laughs> Yeah, it is, because that's the time for you to reflect on them, and then you wake up, and, and your whole day is based on that dream, and you're like, okay, I got to do something about uh, that, so you know? I can't remember half my dreams. <laughs> I, I wake up, and I remember them at 3 in the morning when I have it, but but uh, yeah. 4 in the morning, I don't remember it. Like, But at one time, I dreamed, <laughs> I had a dream, <laughs> and I woke up at like 3 or 4 in the morning. I wrote it all down. I mean, papers and papers and papers of it. It was. Yeah. I gave it to a dude in Hollywood, and he goes, this is a great movie. How long did it take you to write this? And it had all these plots and twists <laughs> and crazy shit. It was like yeah. fucking good and evil and up and down. It was just really good. You need to write this and print, type it up and put it in a treatment. You could really sell this as a movie. You know? Yeah, somewhere it just got lost in all my papers. That was too much work. I was surprised <laughs> I wrote that all down. Yeah. Like, but it was a dream. I woke up. It was one of the ones I remember. But like some of them are not. not that was all over the place. It was more like a movie. It was like a dream movie, that one. But, but some of the stuff's really scary. And, some of the stuff feels like, am I just premeditating things in my mind, putting things into play? Like, no, <laughs> like, no. Eh. Usually the things you don't want to think about. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right, Raymond. I know. We sidetracked again. We got we got places to be yeah. and people to yeah, see and minutes, phone calls but... to make and money to take, baby. We're like rocking and rolling, making towns and curing frowns and all that kind of stuff. Hanging so we'll get into the questions um, all right, regarding Edge. All right, so his debut as a rated R superstar. Question for you is, Edge... Edge's debut in AEW has been making headlines. What was your initial reaction when you heard the news? Well, I just did a busted open thing, and I my my initial reaction I shouldn't have said it. I'm not, I didn't think he had the balls to to do that. Which, but I didn't mean like he didn't have the courage to do it. I just thought he was loyal. Like uh, I, I thought he, I, I've said it on here. I thought that he would stay, I, and I be a WWE fixture, you know, uh, for life. His wife came through there. He's there. He's 25 years. She's 20 years, maybe there. Uh, so I like I didn't mean that he didn't have the courage to do it or anything like that. I just thought like that's just that's a really ballsy move. It is. Yeah. I thought he would just settle in there, but uh, then when you think about it as a wrestler, and I think about it to myself, like, um, well, when he started out, he pretty much went straight to WWF. It was called WWF then. He went to it there. They signed him, and then he flew around. He did. He did some stuff with Christian. They were tag team, Sexton Hardcastle, and whatever, uh, something in violence. Sex and violence might have been their tag team thing. Um, but they did Canada, and they did, like, native reserves. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like so in Canada, like, you got to fly. <laughs> they call them the death tours for Tony Cantado. He'd be like, Gangarella, you ass. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're going to get paid this much if you work for me. <laughs> so yeah. they started out doing the death tours with Tony Cantado. I finished up doing them. <laughs> I did them after WWE. Such a wrong flip-flop of things you should do those first and then go after them but they did them but you would have to drive on the lakes literally it would be frozen you're driving across frozen lakes to get to these native reserves to go wrestle like in the middle of like nowhere and then if you did them in the spring or the summer you flew in on a plane that the pilot now had a little seat and you were like one seat behind the pilot literally your foot's up there with the pilot <laughs> and it's all supplies for the reservation okay. like all kinds of food and supplies and it's like, <laughs> like i'll find a religion i'm thinking i hope i have a divine something with me because it's like <laughs> and I go, why would i even get on these kind of planes and then there's been times when i did it where they, they've hidden boulders and the, the ice is melting because it, it, they were like a little off on the timing of the temperatures you Going, we're gonna drown in the middle of a lake. Is this band gonna sing in the lake? And I'm riding with this Canadian guy. He's like six eight. I, I can't think of his name. Oh my uh, god! He's just like going. Ah, this is a boulder. Like, you're like, bro, are we okay? And ice is melting, but I think we'll be alright. Like, hey, hey, get me to crunk across this lake, man. I don't want. I don't want to drown. I'd rather drop out of the sky than drown in the lake. You know, I don't know. At least, at least I'll go to sleep or pass out from the drop. But you know. But uh, either either way, they, they call them the death tours, you know, and they, they started out doing those. And then a few independents here and there, and he, he was signed, and then shortly after Christian. So uh, so they didn't he didn't have the experience of, uh, like, where I've experienced the NWA, WCW, NWA, yeah. TNA, uh, Impact, whatever. Uh, worked for pretty much every company, Cal- Calgary Stampede, Memphis, Puerto Rico, uh, 
as an independent different things you know without contracts and doing other things so he used in his term when he was saying uh, i think he did a press conference or a junket pro- uh, conference with tony khan or, or whatever his name mm-hmm. did tony khan and said was i felt free for the first time so and then Baba Ray, Bully Ray asked me, well, can you explain what he felt free? Because, you know, WWE, you, you, they might say you got creative control, your stuff, especially your later years, as, as move things forward, but you really don't. Like, yeah. So for an example, free was, uh, he wanted to to bring me in either SummerSlam or even in WrestleMania to be a part of the entrance and, you know, give me a little rub, give me something back, you know, in a kind way, but make the whole brood thing more, like, nostalgic with that, where they're like, no, you know, no, no, no. So they'll tell you you could do something, but it's within their limits of what they think. So you're always got technically some kind of leash on you there, you know, no matter what you're answering yeah. to, networks, Vince, or who Vince thinks he's going to be answering to as they're trying to sell the company, or whatever, you know. So uh, it's probably an exciting time to him because maybe they're telling him, um, Ah, uh, you're older. Because what it really looks like, and and and, and I, I said this on uh, uh, busted open, is for example, they're like, yeah, sure, you can have Adam. We're on no problem with that. We're paying him a whole lot of money. We'd rather give it to a, a Jade Cargill and develop a younger talent, bring him up that's going to be here for the next 20 years or 15 years or the next 25 year run like he had, like when he came in. So it feels like WWE in a business sense is like, yeah, we'll let these guys go. They I'm happy for them. They they can go get that, grab that big cash and go go experience that. But we'll grab these younger talents with that freed up money to develop for our future, which is very smart move, much like any sport or baseball yeah. or anything like that. But at the same time, with that being said, Adam probably I don't know. I haven't talked to him about any of this. This is all speculation on how I I think he might feel. It'd be like they're telling you, oh, you can't do it. You're a little older. You need only wrestle a match here and there. Maybe he thinks he's got a lot of matches left in him. Maybe he's got, maybe he wants to uh, finish off with Christian, do an angle, and end up tangling him at the end. They're like been best friends since they were kids. They grew up together. He got him in WWE in a sense. Yeah, that's you know? a question. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So maybe they, they grew up together and he just wants to be with his buddies and, and do matches he didn't get to do. He's friends with FTR. He's friends with a lot of people there, you know. Uh, he said himself or, or, or I think he might have said himself he's never been in a ring with Sting, you know. <clears throat> mm. I got thrown out of the ring. I was a fake Sting in WCW, people mm-hmm. might not know. I dressed up, me, uh, oh, a dude named Horseshoe that went on to be Horseshoe. Uh, Luther, he went on to be Horseshoe in WWE. Uh, uh, Mark Starr, uh, the, oh, Jerry Lynn. We were all fake Stings. We, we, we'd have put this, this Sting coat on, this Sting mask of wigs, and come from the rafters every week they get beat up by the nwo and traveled it was flown into every tv and we traveled again yeah, exactly. i get to do all these kind of stuff so yeah. he just knows the wwe system that what wwe tells him what this and this and that so maybe he just wants to experiment that he he's, he's probably got money saved up and they're probably giving him buku bucks so what does he got to lose because you know you, you would think wwe is always going to be there they're bought by tko and they exist you think maybe that's a safe bet to stay there like i was thinking yeah, you finish out there, be uh, a liaison or whatever. But in his mind, he's probably like, I got money saved. I just really love wrestling and I want to go experience this. And, you know, um, maybe that's what it is. I heard something that his daughter said, hey, daddy, go be with Uncle Jay. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe his family influenced it too. Maybe he loves his he loves his kids. So all that being said, you know, I'm happy for him. And I hope it's everything he wants it to be and then some because he's a great dude and he deserves it. And he's an amazing guy. His wife's amazing. He's got amazing family and he can go deal with jay maybe make jay a lot nicer to other people <laughs> christian's yeah. a good dude i just say that we just it's just a running thing if you don't know him if you don't know his personality you'll think he's a butthead but it's just, <laughs> it's just his personality he's a really good yeah. dude oh raymond got me coffee man right we're wrapping up too thank you was, he didn't trust me i could motor bad. on without it but i'm on some uh, new bcaa's with uh caffeine <laughs> in it so and i only drank half that and it's got me jacked to the yeah, gills but i also got a little fueled off the <laughs> The whole school thing it's really bothered me you know so um all right back on is there any more questions or did i cover them all with the one one big swooping thing uh yeah for the most part um and then yeah so adam and christian are good friends yeah you, you covered a little bit of that so the last question is can you recall the last time you adam and christian were in the same room together and what that interaction was like uh let's see i've been in rooms with them separately recently uh, especially Christian was the last one that I was around at a convention, but together actually might have been the WrestleMania in Dallas when um, I, that was on the e- Agent Christian podcast when they 
came in with the Bigfoot and that was I, I was the Bigfoot like when it was a, like the season finale of the one the ENC show on the network and the network yeah it was yeah. the ENC show where uh, it turns out they were like with New Day and it turns out that I was the Bigfoot so not the, the past WrestleMania the one before that right uh, three or four ago or something okay. yeah because I believe I did meet Christian like at he was in the same restaurant I was at or something. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> how was he? No, no, let's hear it. How was your interaction with Christian? I don't honestly I'll like... be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, he was... It was late at night. He was definitely tired. It was him and another group of people. They were mm. all from ADW. Um, I can't oh, okay. really remember, yeah, mm, okay. the interaction, but I, I, I did meet him, actually. And I was going to say, Beth actually inspired a little bit of my gimmick, too, oh, so... Beth, that's, Amazon. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> she, she's, she's super cool, because I, I, like, like, uh... Well, I text, uh, I'll text uh, Edge, but it's like, hey, buddy, sending you positive. Kind of like I do, like, if something's yeah. on my mind heavy or something yeah. or whatever, or if he done something really cool, like, like when he makes that jump or whatever, to, whatever, I'll be like, positive vibes your way, dude, uh, just thinking about you, you know, just never, I never ask him about business or something, I just say, hey, send your family love or I'll uh, send a, if I hear uh, a horse with no name by America, like, something like, that his mom would him would listen to a lot. He told me a story. He clicks and it makes me think of him, and, and and it makes me think that he loved his mom. He lost his no. mom. You know, his mom passed away, and you know, I know I miss my mom, and you know, so I, I, I know how close he was, and his mom was an amazing person, and so I'll send him, hey man, I'm just thinking about you, and I'll, I'll put that song in there or something like that, and he'd be like, David, like, <laughs> yeah, like, so like, That's yeah, sweet. so he's a really amazing guy, so I'm really happy for him, and uh, I really hope he gets everything he's looking for, and then some, so. That's good, but yeah, ENC show. Imagine Christian. That, that yeah, that was the last time. It was a WrestleMania in Dallas. Yeah, it'd be cool to meet them one day. <laughs> All right, Raymond, where are we at on time, there, sir? We have. I think it's uh, yeah. about it, right? Yeah, it's pretty much. All right, yeah. so Miss Nikki, sorry you had to listen to me rant. Uh, <laughs> I do appreciate that you, you're telling me that a lot of you like, you know, like that I'm helping, you know, because but it, it is a lot of use. But then I hate. I don't hate. I don't hate anything. Um, I just feel like I wish I, some of the guys would step up, like the young ladies are stepping up in there, like, and they're, they're trying. I mean, and nothing against Adrian; he's trying, but they, they skip past. You know, you, you can't, you can't. Not only want to put them on shows, and because he's at the brewery, and he drew like a uh, hundred of those people, like seventy-five of those people. Mm -hmm. He sold like seventy-five tickets that's that last amazing. one, right? That's a big. That's a big sale for somebody on independent. They drew seventy-five people in a building. That's a big thing. That's seventy-five, twenty-five dollar entries you know and, yeah. and, and and it's made it bought they probably bought merchandise or spent money in the brewery or whatever and he's an amazing guy but you feed people filet mignon it's hard to go back and say you gotta eat ramen now yeah. and then that's my problem i'm up there serving ramen here in the school trying to get you a, a certain way on ramen and then you know that you get filet mignon they don't want to go back they don't you know it's it's, it's not quite the thing because i'm trying to teach you foundations and, and things that are really going to help you i'm trying to give you things that will you'll be able to eat filet mignon for life not just have filet mignon on a weekend here and there like so right now we got to do ramen why teach you that you're in college you know you're ramen you're taking adderall whatever people do in college you get through college you know you survive yeah. to get that education to where you can afford filet mignon and and you can go grocery shopping. If you want to be a vegan, you can eat whatever vegans eat. You can eat the, the Screaming Carrot if you want. There's a plug for Screaming Carrot right here on Highland Dale Beach Boulevard. But I'm like, no, which is great vegan Thai, by the way. I'm not a vegan guy, but I tear the hell up. I eat that <laughs> yeah, food. I have to try it. Oh, yeah, I eat it till my stomach hurts. No, but, oh. yeah, we, we definitely appreciate you. And, you know, this is me saying this hyper, or what is it, hypercritical? Yeah, I'm being hypercritical saying this because, like, this is something I even struggle with. But it's just, like, controlling the controllables. At some point, yeah. you can't control every single person what they're thinking what they're doing everything like that mm -hmm. so it's like just focus on the people that want to be there and then that's what how scares me thrive, is, you know? is i feel like i know what they're thinking and that's what scares <laughs> me because then i feel like insulted all the time when they say something different like, maybe i don't know but i look at them and i feel like i know exactly what they're thinking because i think i've been in their shoes going oh, yeah i mean it's all right. i was you just know? trying like, yeah. all right but i don't know everybody's different we're all we're all we have different families and dna and and cultural things that we grow up with experiences yeah. so uh, i try to find a happy medium but it, it does get frustrating but i haven't given up yet but but worry when you see me with my hands in my head <laughs> that means, no I'm, worries. Right. Oh, that means oh. I'm getting ready to, i'm one step from i'll be on the look jackal i think jackal realizes it because i was there the other day one hand and he and somebody tapped me out of nowhere and I looked up with Jack. He goes, you okay? You, you need to go talk or go outside? We good? You good? You know, I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, then I realized that how much he yeah. cares and that he's going through shit like mm 
mm-hmm. you know, and everything. You can spot that. Then I go, oh, man, I got to get up. Cowboy up. Do your job. Or do what you're supposed to do. Like, prepare these people for the world and get on and do it. So uh, quit being selfish because you're having, like, you're, yeah, you're having a mental you breakdown or you're frustrated. It's just, it just feels like Groundhog Day, right? I feel like yeah. I can go in there and just start punching people in the mouth. Do not. And then, and then go go just jump off a bridge and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and come back in there and I'll be like, yeah, coach, yes, 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 yeah, yes. I'm like, ah! Bam! 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 You ever see Groundhog Day? Yeah, of course. Yes, that's what it feels like. I feel like Bill Murray. Like, no matter what I do, I'm going to step in a puddle, wet my foot, everything. I'm going to go in here and then the, the wake up the next day is the same thing. No, if thing, Coach goes missing, we're just going to show up, pick him up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, time to go practice. All right. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> well, what was it? Episode 81. This is episode 81 of Fangin' a Bangin' with Gangra and Nikki Blackburn. <laughs> and uh, the dark, mysterious, dark corner man Raymond over there with his black, dark government or whatever he's got going on in his mind. And propaganda is pitching and first pushing. <laughs> uh, like, uh, thank you. Want some? Good sound. Bad enough? Take some. Ah, she got it. <laughs> Oh, okay.